This is the first campaign of Fables of Aida, Curse of Amity Island. Led by our dungeon master, David Carmichael, our players, Allie, Chris, Jordy, and Taco, embark on an epic adventure in saving their hometown from an evil curse. You're heading to the docks of Amity Island. Are we out of the fog, or are we still in the... You are out of the fog, and you're entering the docks. You can see the shape of the island. This is actually Amity. The shape of the docks and the town. You didn't answer my question. (laughs) (laughs) Holy crap. I do not trust you. I don't trust him either. And as you guys row to the docks, can you all give me strength checks? Oh, boy. Strength Check. Uh, like just a strength Ooh, check yeah, or like survival. Strength. Ooh, this side of the table. How what you are we doing? doing with our strength though? Like, don't forget to minus three because we're still exhausted. Mother. Hey, I'm not. That's right. right. You, but you okay, rub it in. Die. Ten. Okay. Ten. It was a dirty twenty, but now it's a seventeen. Seventeen. Nine. Nineteen. Nine. You guys row to the docks. Right. Yeah. You guys notice that there are no other boats left at the dock. Was the boat that we took the last boat? Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. You guys get up to the, the edge of one of the docks. Do we see any dock hands, anybody out and about? Not from this angle. Meridian, this is our dock, right? Um, I'm going to take a look. I, I was sure in, until Bryn asked me, are these the docks that I grew up on? Roll a perception check. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> advantage. Uh, can I use my background die on this, yeah. too? Can I give the help action? That's <laughs> already an advantage. <laughs> All right, you're good. 22. Yeah. These look like the docks you grew up on. I'm pretty sure. Looks looks like it. Okay, but why is no one here? Yeah, if we look past the docks. On the docks, there's the first row of buildings, which is mostly like the warehouse, the dockmaster house, some fishing shops, uh, the Red Lobster's out there. <laughs> Red Lobster is a place. <laughs> <laughs> What kind re- of place? A restaurant with incredible cheesy biscuits? Yeah. <laughs> what are they known for? <laughs> I, I do love the Port Deep biscuits. <laughs> and then there's Jolly Kraken Tavern. Yeah, and they're, then the rest of the town is beyond they're that local to our. They're local to our home. Yeah, yeah. So... Wow. <laughs> are, um, are the buildings wow. shuttered? Like, shuttered and closed, or do they appear to be, like, open? Yeah, Dockmaster's house is uh, shuttered upstairs. The office is also shuttered. You notice Jolly Kraken Tavern is open, and it's fine. What does that mean? Everywhere else, like, the Red Lobster (laughs) is... There's a, like... He's not answering any questions The door is knocked off. There are scorch marks on different parts of the buildings. I pull, um, I put my hand in my pocket and pull a knife out. Broken windows. Actually, can I try to pickpocket my the knife that I stole from the three off of Trace? Yeah, roll a uh, sleight of hand, Trace. Roll um, perception. Yeah, she's going to get that knife. Uh, <laughs> I rolled a, So I rolled a four minus three. I rolled a one. Jeez. I got a, a 25. <laughs> minus three? <laughs> I, I got an 18 on the die. Yeah, you got your knife back. Yeah, cool. Trace, Trace is marked with the three. Trace is in his fields and just at the bare minimum is just noticing a lot of damage. And he, is, should he should he notice like a guard or should there be somebody like that he knows like is around here there that should, should be, be stationed? Well, there should be like another guard on duty on docks. Mm-hmm. Usually it's two people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes 
when the cohorts have to go do a quick mission on the island or take care of something, mm-hmm. only one does their post, similar to you in the tower. But it shouldn't be abandoned. Shouldn't be abandoned. Okay. Something's not right. Clearly. Yeah. Is it one of those things where, like, because we're in, like, a rowboat, uh, obviously taller boat, taller boats, boats that are bigger. The dock is higher than you. Right cool. Uh, I'm going to let's disembark. I have an old trick I can use. Um, so we're going to leave everything in the boat and then just take what we need to get out of it. And then Halig is going to pull it out to where it's like deeper and put it underneath the dock and more mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Clever. Would you like to leave your Electrum here or? No, I'm going to take it. Ray, um, can you carry that? It's it's coming. Okay. No, I'm I'm fine. We're we're we're, we're moving from the docks now. I mean, yeah, we right? should. Yeah, yeah. It's signs of battle. Does we this look to... normal to you, Trace? No, there should be guards. And that building should probably not have been on fire. That too. Trace gets out his weapons. Yeah. Okay. I've I've got my weapons out. Or knives. Pull them all. Holding the uh, holding the logo side away so that Trace doesn't see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have Where my. Are you the blunt side of that tiger? <laughs> I have I my. Uh, I've pulled my rapier out. Let's head towards the Jolly Kraken because you said that was the only one that looked okay. So you guys walk up to the Jolly Kraken as you pass by the Dock Masters house. You hear a voice in there. Who is it? Uh, Trace. Of the, of the three. What's the Dock Master's name? Quinn, I think it is. Quint. Quint, thank you. Oh, it Quint is, Quint. is the Dock okay. Master. They are a gnome, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it's a gnome. Mm-hmm. Who is it? Uh, uh, Quint, it's it's me, Trace. The door opens. Uh, Quint, kind of suspicious, like, definitely doesn't want to be outside. I, I hold my shield, like, kind of like to kind of help shield him and I'm going to just like put my sword away and just be like, what happened? Hello. I like, I peek my head underneath the shield. Uh, Hi, Clint. I, I didn't know you guys came back. Just now. Like, just now. Like right now. So it was a success. Uh, um, oh, God. It's complicated. We all, look of... in, we all look incredibly haunted. <laughs> and I like look, just look at Quint like half of my body just like <laughs> screwed up like, hi. Uh, what did you eat? <laughs> well, something tried to eat him. Several somethings tried to eat all of us. Should we go inside? Uh, I think you should probably head to the center of town. The... The mayor is talking to everyone. Everyone's panicking about what happened. But what, what did happened? happen? What happened? The store. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Quint. <laughs> During the storm, we got attacked. By who? By what? Raiders. They look normal or like have fins. I didn't and stuff. really try to pay attention. We were getting attacked. People were screaming. Did you hear any, um, uh, and Hal is going to try his absolute best to make that sound of what the Salgan sound like? So Like that? No. Oh. It, would, it, it sounded like yelling. Hmm. Oh, well. Quinn, what day is today? 
Yes, we did notice those. <laughs> <laughs> it's the eleventh day of the eighth month. Uh, and that, how how long has it that, been since we set out from Amity Island? I want to say maybe a week. Right. So about right. Well, four days there, four days back. Thanks, Quint. You were pretty pretty somewhat helpful. <laughs> Typically my job. Trace like slaps him on the back and then like oh. we head out. Okay, and we make our way towards the center of town. You guys head to the center of town. Meridian, I think our moms are going to know. I think they'll be pretty happy you're alive. Well, you, know, you don't know you my mom very well. Moms. I've met your mom. I've met your mom. Not like that. <laughs> I, I don't. That's not even. I haven't a question slept with me. everyone, guys. Come on. Anyway, let's get to town. <laughs> In the center of town, you, there's a statue. There are broken furniture, broken shops. A lot of the buildings have had their doors and windows smashed in. The guards are mostly surrounding the statue, and on the statue stands the gnomish mayor of the town. And he's shouting out, trying to calm the crowd. Everybody, it's okay. It's okay. We we will figure this out. We don't know how they got here, but they will not do this again. Guarantee that. And that crowd looks angry. That crowd looks angry. Can Trace see check to see if he sees the centurion. He is with the rest of the guard. And is anyone from my family in the crowd? Roll investigation. 20. Dirty 20. Love it. You see your parents in the crowd. Mom, dad, and I bust running through the crowd, running fully for my parents. Okay. Mom, dad, Meridian. And I throw myself at, like, both of them when I get to them. I wrap my arms around them. They embrace you. Where? What? Where have you... Where have you been? Um, I went on the supply run. Your mom holds you even closer. Father has a shocked face. <laughs> Where's Marlin? Yeah, I assume he's slow. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys. What happened here? Why is Quint said that they attacked the town? Who? Who attacked the town? Some pirates, some smugglers. They did, they came in and just raided the town. You see, she is like serving you and then just dead look at Marlin. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know. I I spied on him. It's not his fault, Mom. Well, he saved me. From what? The, the ocean. The, the ocean. <laughs> the ocean. Roll a deception. Yeah. <laughs> Thirteen, actually. She kind of like ignores the lie. <laughs> Uh, and, I, and, I, and I'm entirely like, yeah, got away with it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so if you went with the supply run, that means you guys came back. Not. They, be, everyone, they're back. They made it. Everyone's attention starts to move towards 
the mayor notices, it's like, Oh, hey, the voyage returned. The, the, what, how did you get through the, the fog? Our heroes have come back, guys. Don't say that word. Uh, the centurion spots you. Martin Brody walks up to you. Who worked? I wouldn't say that. He starts to look around. Sir, I, I'm not, I'm not good at stuff, but I feel like this might be something we should talk about, not in front of everyone. There's bad things out there. Yeah. Where's Ellen? She did. I looked down at my feet. She didn't make it. A lot of people didn't make it. Sir, uh, the centurion turns to the mayor. We have a lot to discuss about the mission before we can announce anything official. Yeah. The mayor takes the the awkward cue. I will happily discuss everything with everyone as soon as I hear how our here our returning supply run did and what what did they do to get out of the fog centurion would you like to discuss this matter elsewhere centurion nods looks to you nods and grabs a couple other cohorts and starts taking trace up to the office station to the southwest of the island. just me not the others I um, I look as they as they're leading. They're him. on the outside of the. Got it. And I, I assume they'll get closer to you though, because I ran into the crowd. Uh, one of the cohorts approaches you. Your parents get in the way. They they're standing off against the cohort. The cohort kind of wants to take you. I turn back and I see if I can like bring my parents with me. And I like I grab um, I like I'm still like holding on to them and I like grab onto their cloak a little more strongly. Uh, The cohort shrugs and then nods and then invites all three of you. And I assume Marlin like follows us behind. Marlin does come. If you're off to look for your parents. Yeah, I kind of look to Halleck and like kind of nod my head so we can go find my parents. Sure. You find your parents Smith shop that's on the back of their house. Your windows are a little broken. The sign has been knocked and it's just hanging there. Your mom is hard at work making nails. But I don't see my dad anywhere. You don't see your dad? I uh, I walk up behind her. What does your mom look like? Half elf, mm-hmm. blonde, like dirty blonde like me. She wears her hair uh, short, so like to her gin, so mm-hmm. she can focus on work. And she's in smithing clothes, and they are usually typically always covered in some sort of grease. And she has uh, greenish eyes. Root, your mom, is working on nails. And And I set the Electrum box down next to her. She looks at the box, looks at you, jumps, and runs over and hugs you. I hug her back. Where have you been? I'm sorry. What are you sorry about? She is looking over you and getting smut all over you. Oil, smut. I I know dad was was supposed to go, but it's better he didn't go. She knows it's Halleck. Oh, that's Halleck. 
Elevator. I know he looks different. That's a whole nother story. Go. Did you go on the? That's the Electrum. Where's Dad? Uh, I'm gonna murder you. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. <laughs> Your dad is delivering a gift to the Centurion. <sighs> okay. The Centurion, while you were gone, ordered a sword to be made as a gift to his wife. But oh. when she came back, um... That gift's not gonna arrive. Or... To the person it's supposed to. Ellen didn't make it. Mom, let's let's go inside. Let's make some coffee and... I'm gonna stand outside. You were welcome guard. to help explain hey. where my daughter was. Oh, oh yeah. Um, yes, ma'am. Alec, yes. you're family now. You're not allowed to be isolated anymore. Uh, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Well, too bad, because I saved your life. So it's we're going to go inside and have coffee. She did save my life. It's true. Let's just go have coffee and we'll tell you what happened. You need something strong to deal with it. You, she is holding your hand as you walk. We're gonna go make coffee, Mom. It's gonna be fine. And we move over. <laughs> you guys. Quick question. What's the vibe of like the cohorts <laughs> that are surrounding me? Is this kind of like I am being taken? Like Is he being taken in for a debrief or is he being treated like a prisoner? Yeah, that's that's kind of what Trace is wondering. Uh, the best way to ex answer that question is when you show up to the barracks slash office, Greg is at the door. Oh, Greg. Shit. Greg. Hi, Greg. Hi, Trace. <laughs> See, your allergies are acting up again. <laughs> Good to see you made it back. Thank you, Greg. I appreciate that. And then am I like pushed past him? You guys yeah, all move past him. <laughs> okay. His job was to make sure no one came to the barracks while everyone was at the town. Yeah. I'm an idiot. It's been a while since I've been a guest here. Sure has. See you soon, buddy. You got it. Uh, can I try to pickpocket something <laughs> off of him as I pass him? Please. <laughs> I'm gonna. Trace is gonna help. <laughs> Trace is just gonna like throw a shoulder at Greg. <laughs> just to throw him off. Just mean mug him a little bit. Yeah. Oh man. Go for it, guys. Twenty-six. Jesus. Minus two, so twenty-four. Alec, can you roll for Greg? Sure. <laughs> Don't even try. That's an eight. <laughs> yeah, you grab something from his pocket. Um, what, Do you what spend is the it? time to look at what you grabbed? No, I'm just gonna grab it, stick it. it I don't really want whatever I took from him. I just want him to not know where it is. It's the principle of the map. Yeah. yeah. You guys walk into the barracks office. It's mostly a large, rounded room, roughly sixty feet. There's a stairwell down into the basement, which is where most of the men and women uh, sleep. Upstairs goes into more office space, while this is more of a lounge area for the cohorts. The centurion leads you and a couple of the other cohorts upstairs, go into his office. There's a lot of Windows 360 going on, a sense of luxury, but also a practical sense that you can just, at a glance, what's going on. The two cohorts that are with you, Cal. My best buddy. Your best friend. 
He is a human, has a very East Asian appearance. Hmm? Black hair, tan skin. Uh, and then the other one is a halfling woman, Estuary. She has dark skin, curly hair, and she even has like some light orange highlights in her hair. The mayor's with you as well. We have Meridian's here. We have Meridian's parents. And Taco, can you describe your parents? Yeah, I probably look like just honestly kind of a if you took both of them together, like I look exactly like them. There's no question that they aren't my parents. We all have dark brown hair, like brown eyes, slightly tanned skin. There's no one would look at us and like question that we weren't like related. Um, I would say that my mom, Marine, she's a shipbuilder. So she's like a little like stronger and like more like dense than you would expect. And then my father, Oakham. Paul Helms is the last name. He's uh, more of like your typical looking halfling. He's comes from a long line of fishermen, so also sort of short brown hair. But looking at us, like it is completely clear that we are all related to each other. No one would question that. It's great. The <laughs> centurion uh, goes to his desk, sits down. The mayor walks up to a window, glances out to the pier, and then looks back at everybody. So what happened? A lot, uh, sir. First of all. Like there's no ship. Yeah, I'll get to that. <laughs> um, you hear the centurion cough. What happened? I, on our way re-entering the fog, it appears to be when things go wrong. Things definitely went wrong. So you're talking to a half-orc. Half-orc. Short, maintenance hair. Sir. Lightly green skin. Mm-hmm. The centurion uh, looks over to Estuary. What was the mariner's task? I can uh, go double check it. It's downstairs. And she leaves the room to go grab something. And then he turns to you. Continue. And then the boat. Yeah. Split Well, in more half. like the thing ate the boat in half. The thing. Larger than the ship itself. Much bigger. So it cut the ship in half. Does Sawani mean anything to you? Sea devils. Uh, yes. There were a lot of them. A long time. A lot of them? Yeah, so this is the next part. Um... After the winged creatures and the giant thing that split the ship in half. Oh, and the giant crab. Right. The giant crab showed up. Your, your mom is sweating. <laughs> right. So after I've forgotten that, that she's there. Your dad's <laughs> hand just rests on Marlon's shoulder right now. <laughs> they, oh, yeah. They went for him first. Um, and then. There's more. The trial was them trying to feed us to some sharks. Trucks with glowing purple eyes. Yeah. <laughs> um, sir, this is, you know, I'm not good at fibbing. Like, this is real. This is real. He looks up at Cal, and Cal's like, giving the expression that you're right. <laughs> <laughs> a, a lot happened. Yeah. A Make lot of bad things, and I think they're still out there. Yeah. 
what, what happened to Alexander like in the chaos of like us coming ashore? Because he was with us as well. There's no way Trace would have left. Yeah, no, I've had him at my side the whole time. Then you, that kid's in this room. Alexander's in this room. So, this is the kid, Alexander, you remember from before. The sea devils have been taking captives, and he was one of them. Uh, there's a knocking at the door downstairs. You hear Estuary answer it. You hear an old rusty voice. Estuary's like, oh, Camus, come on in. Centurion's upstairs kind of in a meeting. Estuary comes up with a, a note, and you see an elk and a half-elven man, bushy beard, uh, walk in. He is holding this box. Uh, Centurion, I'm sorry. I have the, the, the gift that you wanted for Ellen. The Centurion, he gets up. Thank you. What is going on in here? The mayor goes. The the ship, our, our supply run came back. It did? Kind of. What do you mean? Bryn's okay. Where's Bryn? Uh, I don't I, know. I lost her in the crowd. Uh, she she might have gone home. Can I be excused? The Centurion... Like, takes the box, go see your family. And he hurries out. Centurion puts the box on the table. So what was happening? Uh... His hands, like, on the box, just holding it. Uh, Trace looks to the box and then just looks up to the Centurion, is just, like, full of shame and dread and like overwhelmed and like tears are starting to form his eyes. He's just like, as we were running out, um, she, we thought they had run. Not all of them had. Roll a charisma check. Can you roll a charisma saving throw? Roll flat die roll. That is a four, 13. Okay, go ahead and continue. The sorcerer had come back with their king's trident. Sorcerer. Priestess. Priestess. The sorcerer and the trident through Ellen. I'm sorry, the, sir. The mayor is dead silent. The centurion not making eye contact with you. I'm so sorry, sir. She made it so we could get out. We wouldn't have survived without her, sir. Where are the supplies? In the boat under the dock. In a dinghy. We got whatever we could fill from the shore, and they're in a dinghy under the dock, sir. Aswari hands him the note, and she runs off. You can assume that she's going off to the docks. I think they have something to do with the fog. They seem to be, if they're not behind it, they're using it to their advantage. He is struggling to focus. Saturian turns it to the mayor and asks asks him and then you and your family to wait downstairs. I go home. Absolutely. We go home. I turn to my parents and I'm your like... Your mom's like, yes. I'm so tired. Let's go home. The kid is escorted downstairs too. I just, I kind of just like rustle his hair a little bit and I'm just like, you're gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be okay, Alex. Okay. 
I believe you. But that's not going to be enough for everybody on this island. I accept whatever justice needs to be exacted. Lay low. Leave your gear here. Yes, sir. Dre starts taking off his his, <laughs> his breastplate, yeah. so he's just shirtless. <laughs> put a damn shirt on. Yes, sir. <laughs> and then he hand, hands Cal the letter that I swear he gave him. And Cal helps you go downstairs. I I just say one more time as like as we're turning out. I just say one more time back to him. Just she was just an incredible person, sir, and we really wouldn't have survived without her. Doesn't respond. And he just looks out the window. Do you think Trace is gonna lose his job? Probably. I mean, they're a bunch of tight asses, so maybe. We really have to get him drunk. Oh, a plan on it. You're having coffee, which is really good about to help Relax, people. Wow, sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> the scone is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. You've had the time to explain. Yes. Pause. Right, hi. Um, a little casual for this. You swear you're okay. No. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> Tired. I'm really good about staying out of the way. So while you were gone, survived an adventure, we were attacked. I saw it looks like the shop got hit. Everyone got hit. They took a few people. They took people? They took people. I, I... What did the raiders look like? Humans. Elk and, um, it was the middle of the night during the storm. Hard to tell. What did they want? We don't have anything. Stole everyone's money. Did they, uh, did they have a captain, a leader, anything? No, it was, it was terrifying. They, hmm. they broke our windows. They threatened us. We had to give them our savings. And then they just left. Was the, uh, <laughs> Looking back, does this seem like something that I would have experienced before on the opposite side? This, the tactics seem similar. Uh, roll a history with background. Ooh, um, that is a 21. Look at you not rolling like poo poo. New dice. New <laughs> dice. New life. Do <laughs> not poo poo roll. Yeah. Yes. Uh, just start rubbing my wrist a little bit. Also, the beginning of Twilight. <sighs> when your dad gets in, would you like me to um, explain what happened, or should I just let him find out? I I will. I think talk mom to... mom can do that. Okay. Yeah, I will talk to him. If you want to go now, you can. Okay. Um, I go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for the scones, Rue. Um, please give Camus my condolences and my respect. Um, your daughter is 
extremely powerful. And I would not be standing here if not for her. If I don't come back tomorrow, uh, sorry. Uh, it was very nice knowing you. And then I walk out the door. Is he okay? He had the... I think he saw a god or something. You heard what happened, Mom. It was weird and scary and not normal. She gets up, walks over to you, and holds you. Bryn lets out a deep breath, and she cries a little. I'd really like to go to bed. Go to, your, go to bed, and when your father comes home, I'll talk to him. But tell him we got the Electrum. I will. I'd do it again. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Meridian, you make it home. Can you describe your siblings? Um, let's see, my middle, my brother, one older than me, Hatch, say he looks like our father. My oldest brother, Keel, looks like our mother. Um, and again, we're all halflings. We have dark brown hair. Boys have like short kind of shaggy cut. Keel and we 100% look related. It's no question. You're like, yep, those are the casters. Mm -hmm. Hatch and Keel, uh, when they see you come in, are surprised. What up, losers? Thought you ran away. Okay, I only did that, like, once. Your mom says. I... Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> there's... There's nothing else to do with the fog, and... There's plenty to do. But I wanted to help, and you just wanted me to tie more fishing nets, and I that do that. That helps. We can catch fish, we can eat. We can't even sail. There aren't any boats. How can we catch fish if we can't go? Off the docks, so I off went. the edge. How, how much fish have you gotten off of the docks? I went, I tried to do the supply run, I tried to do something helpful, and yeah, it was fun. I was bored, okay, but I, I helped, and people are alive because I did that. Fun. Okay? From what I heard, fun. <laughs> Exciting. Okay, maybe not always fun. Some parts were sad and and scary. But I'm I'm okay and we got some supplies and I don't know if we would have gotten those if I hadn't gone. What did I do? What did I do wrong? Maybe you had a daughter and that was wrong and I storm out of the room. I slam the door. So you have a really small like closet room with a hammock. I'm, I'm assuming a hammock. Yeah. What else is going on in your room? Yeah, it's it's got to look like um, as much as a a teenager's room could look like a um, like a a room that belongs inside of a ship, but it's in someone's home. So it's kind of narrow, little because we've chopped it up. There's definitely a um, a hammock hanging in one corner. There's all kinds of paper targets with different like. Uh, bullseyes and knives, and there's like knife holes, like knives strewn about the ground, um, and like on the table. Uh, but mostly like an empty small room. So I would get in there and just slam the door shut, grab one of the knives, and just try to fling it at the um, one of the bullseyes, like across, like on the door, like slam it shut, walk into the door, and just angrily chuck the knife at the center of the bullseye. <sighs> 
doesn't get it. You hear your mom just unleash out on your uncle. You hear some of your own talking points come from him. <laughs> we, co- we coordinated. <laughs> well, not necessarily that, but also you hear him argue similar points that you make, but to a sibling. Mm. And I just want to take a look at whatever I swiped off of Gray. When there's like an awkward pause, I just yeah, sure. get, like uh, it's a key. Is it? It's a key. Is it the jail cell key? Which I would definitely know what that is before. It is not the jail key. Hmm. It's kind of nice looking. Just like a standard. It's a standard iron key, but uh, the loop, it has a silvery touch to it. So it's like too nice. And then there's like some weird like little carving on the teeth of it. I I definitely think it's odd. Um, And then I'm going to just take a look at the other stuff that I'd collected too. Mm -hmm. So I have like a bag of the crab meat and I'm going to like put out and then the piece of coral that I broke off and kind of sit it down there on the desk in front of me. And then I'm going to sit there and like stare at the implements and listen to my mom just absolutely rip into Uncle Marty and the other. What is going through your mind? Yeah, Meridian's super tired at this point. Exhausted. So a little hurt. Her wounds hurt. But she's also sort of staring out the window. Um... Her window probably doesn't look out towards like the direction that the island was, but that's where her mind is. And she can't stop thinking about all of the questions they don't have answers to. Who are the sea devils? What do they want? Why are they kidnapping people? What's the fog? Um, So she's tired, but also has this sense of like intense curiosity about what is happening. And she feels like she's finally proved herself as something other than just a fisherman's daughter. She was helpful. She went on this adventure and she made it. So she has this sense of like determination um, and she really wants to find answers to what happened to them. It faces the east side of the island and you can look up and see the old abandoned manor. Yeah, and then I'll probably just like sit back, start tossing a knife into the air, like idly, just like thinking, staring out. And then when I'm like too tired, finally, like all the questions are turning over and over in my head, I crawl into the hammock and and conk out. But I, I fall asleep holding two daggers like sheathed in their sheaths. Okay. Like against my chest, like as I fall asleep. Where's Trace right now? So uh, I think he went back to the barracks with Cal and and uh, get a shirt. Estuary shows up and goes, don't you care what people think? About what? About the stupid shit you do. Like, the cl- like why are you wearing that? It's comfortable. Estuary, I thought, like, we were okay. I thought we were, like, tight, you know? Like, obviously you're not as tight as, like, me and Calder, but, like, come on, man. I just had a real rough day. Whose fault is that? You think I brought the shark people and the giant fog and all this stuff? You do? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, Cal is just like, uh, like it's um. You know, Cal like steps in. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, stop. To her specifically. Mm-hmm. And he's like, walk away. Whatever. It's a joke. Mm. Whatever. 
Next time someone says, oh, you're so handsome. Think about that. They're making fun of you. And she fucking leaves. That's not true. <laughs> Gal, is that true? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Hey, do you want to go shoot? Yeah, shoot, fight, something. Yeah, you guys go outside and there is a set of training assortion mm-hmm. for shooting arrows, swinging swords at hay uh, straw men. So as you guys are training, really, uh, you guys are shooting arrows and you're off a bit. Cal tries to just like remind you of basics just to get you to focus on the shot. And he even reminds you of some of like the tactical things that you guys know, really trying to like bring your your focus in. Mm-hmm. It's always going to hit harder than you expect. <sighs> yeah, it's not easy. I mean, you're obviously better at all of this soldier stuff. You've been doing it longer. You care about it or whatever. I'm not better. I mess up. My, my first unit. Gone. I don't know. It's just... I was so useless. And like, I've been actually trying recently. Like, I've been trying to get better. Like, to it's actually good. protect people. And this shield feels useless. Like, I can't use it right. Shields are only good half the time. Feels like I keep letting people get hit, whether I'm protecting them or not. And a shield might not be the best way to protect people anymore. Well, you can't protect everyone from getting hit. The shield is good to protect you. I take off my shield and I look at it and it's got like a little little picture of a little sun on it. Oh yeah, Yeah. carved in, there's a sun. Carved in because of the three. And I just kind of like set it down. And I'm just like, I feel like the best way to protect people might be to just kill the thing before it can hit them. We got attacked, dude. Yeah, I got attacked like nine times in 24 hours, dude. More people are missing. (sighs) And they're not even from the the sea devil people. Those are normal people. So many, man. How'd they get in? I don't know. Because like, Coming back in the fog, that's where everybody's getting messed up. I don't know how they got through. You guys are both looking off at the distance to the east and seeing the, the old abandoned manor on the, the edge. Mm-hmm. To your right, you can see the tower. The sun is setting. What if they never left? What if they've always been here? Who? The smugglers, the, the raiders. Smugglers? Captain's always, always going around looking for something to do with them. He's always like the hangman this, the hangman that. You think they're hiding somewhere on the island? I mean, they have a ship. Pulls out the the letter. The mariners, they're, the, the guild, they asked us to check out the lighthouse because that might be a solution to like clearing out the fog. Said the guild said to check that out? Yeah. Old Old Lady Caster. What was the report? They they took money, the raiders. They took money, they broke stuff, they took people? Yeah, it was just like, basic. Basic? 
basic raider. Just basic pillaging. Yeah. Okay. Brace just kind of absentmindedly like picks up another training sword in mm-hmm. his in his fair hand while he's holding his uh, offhand while he's holding his other sword, and he's just kind of twirling while he's thinking. Do these raiders be working with the shark people? Maybe. I don't remember seeing sharkfish people showing up and kidnapping. If they have some of our people there, maybe. Yeah. You're, you look tired, so we'll just check a couple more things and you can go to bed, man. Sure, man. When you wrap up your training and you're about to go in, you notice the moon come out past a couple of the clouds mm-hmm. and it's uh, waxing. Trace looks around. He kind of just looks up and just kind of like he doesn't he's not good at religion. <laughs> sure. <laughs> he's not good. He doesn't know how to do even the the this, this soul stuff well, but he just tries to do his best approximation of maybe he's seen like lunar people before just to kind of pay some sort of tribute to Ellen there. Alec, where are you going? This is probably the first time in a long time that Halleck's not stumbling home. Mm-hmm. And uh, he looks up. Uh, I'm going to go towards uh, the shrine. Grass patches and the the path up the hill to Little Hill is dirt road with half cut logs put in there to give it more of a step at occasional spots. And then the, the path veers. You can continue to go up to get to your house and that that little district or you can take a right through the cemetery to the shrine Hallie's going to uh walk through the cemetery okay look around and kind of stop for a second and just stare at a random headstone shake it off and then keep moving forward the gate of the shrine he looks up at and he's never been inside he's always seen hooper just outside doing stuff and he kind of waits looks up expectantly because he knows you hear this where is it coming from as you walk through the cemetery the best way I can describe it is the sun flees the sky Right, that's new. And it gets darker and darker quick, like faster than it should. And you continue to hear. I'm whistling. Alex sits, or not sit, he stands and closes his eyes. Coming to the right. Open them. Look immediately. You see in black hooded poncho, torn at the edge, sitting on top of a tombstone, black peak, feathered hands holding a giant scythe. (sighs) Red glowing eyes in the shadows of the hood. Hello. Well, well, if it isn't no big storm seeker. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Curse of Amity Island. If you'd like to watch or listen to the entire uncut sessions of these episodes, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash fablesd20. Big thank you to all our patrons that make this show happen. If you want to join the community, consider joining our Discord.